All right, welcome into the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I'm here with the Worth Brothers, Josh and Jordan. All right. How you guys doing, man? It's been a while. Sorry, guys, for the the break in uh, episodes and stuff. Had Just had a little bit going on and had to take a little time away. But Yeah, I had a little vacation, too, in there. So sorry about that, everybody. We uh, are back, though, in full force. What's up, everybody? I'm so happy Thanks to be back on this us. podcast, guys. I thought you were going to keep Ritter forever. Nah, yeah, we, had to, <laughs> we had to have the, the other Josh fill in, but it's, uh, it's nice to have everybody back and everything nice and stable here and you know there's been a lot that's happened while we've been gone so you know it is kind of nice to have all of us back and how was the trip by the way that was a man it was hot i'll tell you that yeah Yeah, eastern washington is really hot i don't know if you guys know this but in washington state there's a desert and it's like everything east of the cascades (laughs) yeah i went to a i went to a wedding like while I was, you know, over in Eastern Washington and it was 113 degrees yeah. during the wedding and it was an outdoor <laughs> right. wedding. Yeah. So, it got up to 101 both times I passed through Tri-Cities and I was like, well, this is why I don't live in Tri-Cities. That's exactly where I was for the wedding. So it was, uh, it was brutal, but, uh, you know, it was fun that my sister got married. So, you know, congrats to her, Congrats. Um, but that was a lot of fun. So, you know, it's good to be back. We got a lot of news to talk about, so I'm going to kind of go through it pretty quick, but. You know, guys, feel free to pop in if you got something you know crazy to say about any of this stuff. But and then we're gonna mock. We are today is a mock draft. This is gonna be a, a twelve-team full PPR mock draft. Um, we randomized the draft order. One QB. One QB getting ready for uh, this weekend. I mean, this weekend's the start of a lot of drafts for you know for people for home leagues and things like that. Uh, I've done a few drafts already. Definitely some dynasty drafts and stuff, but it. Yep. Feels good. Not this weekend, but next weekend we have we have all oh, of our big drafts. I can't and, wait. Oh man, I'm I'm getting a little too excited for this because we're well, you boys like draft day or something like that. Oh, <laughs> it's like the best day of the year. <laughs> it's a it's a you, you could say that considering I've done like thirty best ball drafts just so I can keep yeah. drafting in the off season. I I guess you could say I have an addiction. I've done a little bit of preparation. We but, we may have made a podcast just to do a little draft preparation, but. Well, I kind of, I think I figured it out. I think Zach pushed us so hard to do the podcast so he could just steal all of our players that we like. So 4D chess, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's got it. He's (laughs) got it all figured out. Yeah. (laughs) Smart man there. But uh, let's get into some news here. Uh, First bit of news is uh, the Damian Pierce uh, was rested in game two completely. Uh, The coaches straight up said that they had seen enough and they want to get a look at some of the other guys. And you know, normally we, we talk about like, you know, camp hype and, and preseason, not looking too far into some of this stuff, but this is a big one to me because this is the coaches, you know, straight up saying that they are believing in Pierce and what he's done so far in camp, what they've shown in, in his games. And I think this means that even if he doesn't start week one as the starter, to me, it looks more and more likely that he's going to take over that number one position. It's it, He's going to be the RB1 eventually. So I mean, just two little points on this. Uh, rookie running backs, like if they're, if they're given the opportunity, they usually do great. Uh, it, it's one of those positions that it's pretty uh, transferable from college to, to the pros. So like he doesn't need a lot of time to really get warmed up. Second thing. We were hearing stuff out of camp that he had learned the playbook, that he was like way ahead of things, like before they were even playing preseason games. So, yeah, I got to buy in at this point. 
and so with his ADP, he's rising in drafts. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's still he's still going at uh, his average draft draft position is one hundred and thirteen point nine. If you that's, can, man, he, he's going to outplay that way, draft position. Way up, it's though. it's People gone are up. Taking him in the sixth, seventh, eighth round. Oh, yeah, definitely now. because of the rookie running back, and he's most rook, a lot of rookie running backs outperform their uh, ADP. Sure. So as I know, he doesn't have the draft capital that some of these other rookie running backs do, but he has the position to be able to take over the backfield, and that's what you want. Yeah, it seems like it's wide open for him to take. I mean, Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead are the other main competition there. And, you know, the, if the coaching staff is saying we need to see what we have in these other guys, well, they, you know, you kind of know what you have in Marlon Mack and Rex Burkhead. So yeah. that's the coach speak. The actionable part is that, you know, they're resting Damian Pierce to start this season. Definitely. So next one we got uh, Michael Gallup avoids the pup, which is – is huge. I didn't think that there was any chance that he avoided the pup. Yeah, uh, Cowboys fans are probably smiling about that one. Yeah, I'm uh, not going to lie. I, I mean, I'm excited about it, but at the same time, uh, it's uh, I was really into Jalen Tolbert. And so uh, <laughs> I was seeing the downside of everything, dude. Well, I, I mean, just to be completely honest with you, uh, I took Tolbert in about 90% of my, my my best ball drafts. So, you know, I mean, not that Gallup will be back right away, be, you know. Yeah, he can still miss some weeks. Yeah, so. I mean, he, you know, you're looking at probably within the first three weeks, but then you still have to temper expectations as far as what he's going to be even as soon as he returns. Um, so That's a good it's, point. It's, don't fade Tolbert. I mean, it's going to be a little bit different now. That that's all. That's all it's going to come down to, though. I mean, Tolbert's going so late that I, I don't it's, think it's, it's not hurting you as bad. Yeah. Um, so another one we got is Darren Waller is going, not going to for sure, but it's it's looking like he could miss week one with that hamstring injury. Um, still kind of working on that. They, there were some reports today that he could miss week one, which. That's something to pay attention to, uh, especially in redraft. I'm not saying don't draft him. Just pay attention that you might need another uh, a another uh, uh, tight end. Sorry, wow, could not spit that out. Yeah, so if you're you know if you're like me and you have Waller as your tight end one in a couple of weeks, uh, it's worth just picking up another tight end to, to stash on the bottom of your roster. Um, if you're in a redraft league, you probably don't have two tight ends. If you have a top tight end like Waller. Um, so maybe pick one up just in in case he doesn't start that week one in a dynasty league. You've probably got someone you can just shove in there in, in case of something like this. So definitely uh, another one that was kind of interesting to me um, is uh, Daryl Williams could be cut by the Arizona Cardinals. That one actually surprised me a little bit um, because of uh, the why they brought him in. I thought he was going to come in and be the number two, but it sounds like, you know, Benjamin is pretty much solidifying himself there. Um, yeah. As you know, the... Benjamin RB, uh, second year RB in Arizona. I, do you guys believe in, Eno? do you think anything's going to come of that? Or does that just mean that Daryl Williams really didn't live up to expectations? I think it's more Daryl Williams, but Eno's they've, they like what they've seen out of him in camp and, and right now. And honestly, I, I think James Conner, I don't think he can be a full season RB1. I don't know that he can handle the workload the entire season and and do it just fine. So, I mean, he pretty much did last year. 
So I think James Conner really like he showed last year that he can handle a full workload pretty much. Uh, he, you know, he was splitting with Chase Edmonds, but Edmonds wasn't there the whole year. He did have a ton of work at certain portions of the year last year. So uh, I I don't see any reason to like doubt that James Conner can handle like an 80% snap share, you know, or so like 70 to 80 somewhere in there and really be dominating as the as the RB in Arizona. But yes. I don't believe in, you know, Benjamin either. And I don't think there's anybody else there. So I don't know why they'd get rid of Daryl Williams, who has, you know, shown himself for several years as a pretty good running back. Yeah, that one definitely makes no sense to me. I have no idea why they would get rid of Daryl Williams. I thought for sure he was going to be the RB2 there. I drafted him a bunch in best ball thinking he would be the RB2 just in case uh, James Conner missed some time. So a little weird to me, but, you know, that's one that definitely, definitely happened. Uh, Josh Palmer is expected to get an expanded role in the Chargers offense this year. That one's big for bigger for dynasty than than redraft. I would say it's something to keep an eye on. Maybe take a a late round throw at uh, Palmer, especially if you're playing in a league that has deeper benches, or you know if you have a eight man bench or something. Not a bad idea to throw Palmer on there because if Mike Williams or Keenan Allen were to miss time, Palmer could jump right in there. I really like the way the the kid plays, and I have. Uh, in dynasty i had lots of people come after him and i would not let him go because i'm curious to see what happens with him so yeah josh palmer is a sneaky guy to add on to a trade offer in a dynasty league right now maybe you guys aren't paying attention to uh what's coming out of la and his performance in this preseason it i mean all signs are are up for him the only issue is he has target competition and two other great wide receivers there but that's a huge pie did you guys see that video of the defensive back coach telling his guys, uh, the the Chargers defensive back coach, that they got to go out there and play two $20 million wide receivers in Keenan Allen and Mike Williams? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you think you're good, wait till you're playing against these guys. Yeah, no, it's true. And like, Hilarious. the thing is, is uh, with Dynasty trying to sneak them on, like they, like you were saying, is, is that's really smart because – we don't know what's going to happen either with like Keenan Allen next year. He's getting up there in age. If something happens, you know, Palmer could have a huge I don't role know what in this offense. Looks like I, I don't either. I, I can't remember. I I've heard some stuff about Keenan Allen possibly moving on, but you know, or them them letting him go next year just because of the the offense. But you know, I mean, it could be it could be really interesting. So Josh hmm. is pulling it up right now. Okay. Um, yeah. Looks like it's a he signed a four year eighty million dollar contract. Woof. Um, that was I don't know. Hold on a second. Twenty seventeen. That doesn't sound right though. No, I know his contract's coming close to being up, and I don't think he has that much of a cap hit next year. So there was talk about them possibly so trading him. Or two years him left go. on his contract, but an out after twenty twenty two. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought. So you know, there's a chance that they you know with how young that roster is too that that they they possibly move on and let some of these young guys move on move into the starting lineup so it's just somebody to keep an eye on um definitely i mean it's a buy low now while you can if you can just get them snuck into a trade while you're trying to get somebody else or you know reach out there and try and get them Uh, another one is uh Kenyon drake was actually cut from the raiders uh that's kind of an interesting one uh, he never quite, you know, recovered from those those injuries. They drafted Zamir White this year. Uh, you know, also Josh Jacobs hasn't even signed that fifth year option, so it's kind of 
I mean, we saw we, we kind of saw this coming, but do you think he ends up someplace else, or where do you guys think he possibly ends up? Or? I mean, he says he's healthy, and uh, thank you for your service, Kenyon Drake. Uh, appreciate ya, you. Yeah, know. for real. I enjoyed your Twitter too. Yeah. So, uh, but <laughs> just as a Raiders fan, you know. But um, it, it's interesting because we've got some guys there like Amir Abdullah and uh, and uh, who's the guy that we brought over from the Patriots as well, um, Bolden, Brandon, yeah, Brandon, Brandon Bolden. Bolden yeah. So. It's kind of very interesting that we would get. I mean, you know, he had a really expensive contract. I know we looked at, at trying to trade him, and part of the deal why we couldn't trade him was how expensive he his even, contract was. He even was, said so. that. So, yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe, you know, maybe he's not fully healthy, or maybe he just hasn't come fully back to form yet. Um, I can definitely see another team taking a shot on him. I mean, he's he's been a productive back in the NFL, so we'll see. I think that kind of leads into this next one, too, with Gus Edwards being placed on the pup list. You know, is that a place that maybe they take a shot on him to bring him in? I know they have, you know, the amazing Mike Davis there, too, to <laughs> back up J.K. Dobbins. Right. But but that's the kind of move that the the Ravens would do, though. You know, they, they make the official move to put Gus Edwards on the pup, and then they go out and sign a veteran to fill that role. Yeah. Um, especially without really knowing the health of J.K. Dobbins. I know he's like supposedly going to be ready for week one, but like where is he actually at? Do they bring somebody else in to to run? And well, and that team wants to run. They're going to be, you 100%. know, top three most heavy, run heavy teams in the NFL. I'll so tell you where J.K. Dobbins is at. Bodies. He's on my fantasy roster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um but uh, we might have yeah. a little disagreement. Yeah, I think it's going to be great towards the end of the year. End of the year. Yes. Uh, I agree. Like carrying me to championships. Yeah, he he's... might. He very well could. Cause that's a run first team. And if they're playing well at the end of the year that, you know, he, he could be one of the, those guys who's just consistently scoring two touchdowns every week and winning you those, those playoff weeks. So yeah. We'll see. Yep. Uh, and the last one we've got is uh, the chargers corner. JC Jackson had ankle surgery Going to be out two to four weeks. It's not looking like he's going to be ready for week one. There still is a chance, but not looking like he's going to be ready for week one. That's relevant because he is their top corner. And that's, uh, you know, that changes stuff as far as the the Raiders side, especially if you're getting into some DFS stuff or things like that. Um, You know, that's that's a big, you know, in-division rivalry right there, too. So that that could be really interesting if he's not ready for week one. Because every game in the AFC West is important, so that's the truth. Uh, yeah, you can't be, uh, you know, relying on on one guy is the thing, though. And I think that they're going to still come out full force in that that opener. So I think the openers are always interesting too, yeah. no matter who you play. I mean, we get <laughs> Seattle Week One, and for some reason, I still think there's a chance that Denver could lose to Seattle just because <laughs> it's Week One. And you never know what the heck could happen on week one. I mean, right. and who knows what Russell Wilson wants to do better than Peach Cobbler? Yeah, I <laughs> I still can't wait for this. That's season. Pete Carroll for those who don't know. Yeah, that's... you're not acquainted. I just can't call him anything other than Peach Cobbler. It's too funny, <laughs> yeah. and um, and I I'm not a big fan of the sea chickens. Yeah. All right. Well, let's hop into our 12 team full PPR mock draft now. So. Uh, we're doing, uh, we randomized our draft order here and Jordan is pick two. Uh, I got pick four 
and Josh got pick seven. He's really excited yeah, about this, that spot. This is not a spot that I like to draft from, actually, this year. The six seven spot is one of my least favorites I've found, but we'll see how, I, how it ends up this time. I will say we, uh, we will have a 12-team PPR that we're going to be drafting all together, um, and we have the 8-9-10 spot as as a as a league and that's that one sucks because we are constantly sniping each other especially right now where we're about ready to sit here and talk about players that we're going to take yep so uh, that'll be pretty entertaining for everybody at the same time yeah any of our league mates listening to this you're welcome for a little bit of uh you know insight into our brains yep all right so i'm gonna go ahead and get this thing started we do have a uh, auto picks going for everybody except for us three today so going to be a little bit skewed at times because sometimes the leagues that we're in, uh, they let uh, quarterbacks fall a little bit further. But we're, Tight ends, too. Yeah, we're just going to go ahead and let this one roll. So let's get this started. Uh, first off the board is going to be Jonathan Taylor. Then I will immediately smash Christian McCaffrey at the 102. That's it's those two are the top tier by themselves. It's that easy. Easy choice between those two. It's yeah, you don't, you don't really have a choice. So now here's where uh, it gets kind of interesting for me. Uh, Derrick Henry. Um, Eckler went off the board. One oh one oh three. By good, the way. Good call. Good call. Uh, so you got Derrick Henry, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson. Uh, I'm one that I usually go running back with these. Uh, first, you know, four or five picks. Uh, it's different this year than it's been in many years where Cup and Jefferson can end up in those first four or five picks. Um, but I am going to go Derrick Henry. I know he's an older running back. Know, know that there's the, the injury risk from last year, but he still has the chance to finish as the RB1. So I'm, I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. Uh, Dalvin Cook goes at 105 and Justin Jefferson at 106 and that leaves Josh on the board. Well, I wanted to say, um, if, you know, I would probably take Dalvin Cook in that scenario over Derrick Henry just because I this is a PPR league and I think Cook is going to probably catch a few more passes. Henry's not generally catching any passes out of the backfield. He just runs the rock a million times. Um, Justin Jefferson went next, which was a heartbreaker for me because I was hoping that he would end up on my team, but I will take Cooper Cup in this position. Can't go wrong there. Uh, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon, Travis Kelsey. Uh, the 12 uh, one turn there is Diggs and Aaron Jones. Amazing. Beautiful. DeAndre Swift, Nick Chubb, Kamara, which is just a steal in the second round. I. Honestly, I, I'm surprised that Kamara is still going in the second round with all the news that he likely will not be suspended this year. I I have him up higher in – I would have him in the first round personally um, toward the back end of the first round. Absolutely. Yeah. Devontae Adams goes at the 2-5, so it's back on the clock to Josh now. Yep. And I'm looking at a choice of pretty much like CeeDee Lamb, Tyreek Hill – Debo Samuel, Saquon Barkley. I could take Josh Allen with the first QB off the board. I don't. I never do that. Um, I'm probably gonna go with the running back here because I play scared, and it's like Saquon, Fournette. It's kind of a toss up between those guys. You know what? I don't want to play scared, guys. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Debo Samuel here. I believe. Ooh, Debo, the two wide receiver. So in the seven position, I may be going with a little zero RB build. We'll see. 
So Debo goes then, and then C.D. Lamb followed by Saquon Barkley, and that puts me back on the clock. We got Tyreek Hill, Josh Allen. I am going to fade QB. I don't like taking a QB this early at all. Uh, Javante Williams and Mark Andrews. Javante Williams is just whispering his name into Brandon's <laughs> ear right now. Javante Williams is definitely whispering <laughs> in my ear right now. Uh, uh, Tyreek Hill is is interesting here, but I'm a little bit more on on fading. Uh, I w- I wouldn't take Tyreek Hill in the in this here uh, personally. Just I'm not sure about. 100% sure about the offense. I know Tyreek Hill is he's special. He's a game breaker. He is, and he could easily do it again, but I'm one. I like I I I can't do it. I can't pass <laughs> on this. It would be wrong of me to do. So, I'm going to go uh Javante Williams uh with all the Melvin Gordon saying even himself that um he would go with uh you know, they want Javante to be the one. I don't know what that means for sure. I don't know what the split's going to be, but I'm I'm huge on Javante. I had to go with him. Tyreek Hill goes off the board next. So we're back on the clock to Jordan. Yeah. He's sad I took Javante. I know I it. I think this... Uh, let's see. Leonard Fournette's still here. And then Zeke Connor. I, I feel like uh, Fournette is probably who I should take here. And then at the wide receiver position, Mike Evans, A.J. Brown... I love both those guys. Maybe one of them comes back around. Um, But I've also got Mark Andrews and Kyle Pitts on the radar here. So um, I'm going to take Fournette with the first pick, and we'll see what happens on the turn. Josh Allen, Mark Andrews. That's beautiful. This is perfect. I was going to ask you who you preferred between Mike Evans and A.J. Brown if they both got back to you, and they did. Uh, especially already having Fournette on my team, I'm going to take AJ Brown, but it's, it's not because I'm fading Mike Evans at all. I absolutely love Mike Evans this year. He's got a chance to finish with the most receiving touchdowns in the NFL. So definitely. Okay. So now it comes back to me. Zeke went off the board next. Uh, this is an interesting situation for me. Typically, I'm I'm one that I, I go I go three RBs. I, I like if I start with two RBs, I'll usually take a third, um, in the third round, and then just go wide receiver from there. It's interesting because I got Mike Evans, Keenan Allen, and Kyle Pitts all right here. I really like Kyle Pitts. Um, I think he's going to be a majority of that offense. Uh, pretty much the only version of that offense. Um. <laughs> But at the the same time, we've got some players that I I really like the upside on that I know for a fact are not going to make it back to me. Um, And this is is kind of an interesting one for me because it's hard to pass up on Mike Evans uh, or Keenan Allen. Both of them are going to get the offense, but I'm not going to lie. I really like either T. Higgins or Michael Pittman here. but I think Pittman, I would be drafting him almost at his ceiling if I took him right here. Whereas I agree. Mike Evans or Keenan Allen have the potential to finish uh, higher. So I actually am going to go with uh, Mike Evans right here. Great pick. Next pick was James Conner, which I was hoping he would fall to me and I could take him as my RB1. Um, then Patrick Mahomes comes off the board and I am on the clock. I have Cooper Cup and Debo Samuel. I'm looking at Keenan Allen, Kyle Pitts, T. Higgins, Justin Herbert, 
Um, you know, if I wanted to take a running back and, and try not to do that zero RB strategy, I mean, now it pretty much has happened no matter what. But it looks like guys left on the board are Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Travis Etienne, Brees Hall. Brees Hall is the only one of those guys I would, would feel kind of comfortable with. There's just too much value at wide receiver and tight end yep. left up there. So Kyle Pitts is going to be my pick. That's and a- I'm going to lean into the zero RB build. That is so good. Cooper like, Cup, Debo Samuel, Kyle Pitts feels special. This so. has been discussed a lot on Twitter lately and and part of going zero RB is that you want to be trying to win at every other position. Be elite yeah. a- absolutely everywhere else. You should be winning at wide receiver in both spots. You should be winning in your flex. You should be winning at tight end. And maybe winning at quarterback as well. So. Yeah, and so quarterback's the one position I'm still going to kind of fade here. Um, it's come back to me. It looks like it went Keenan Allen, T. Higgins, Justin Herbert, Michael Pittman, George Kittle, uh, and then Terry McLaurin, Cam Akers, David Montgomery, Darren Waller, DJ Moore, and Brees Hall came back to me. So did Travis Etienne and Josh Jacobs. Wide receivers are Deontay Johnson, Jalen Waddle. But yeah, I'm going to go ahead and smash Brees Hall as my first running back off the board. Not a zero RB, but but those kind of <laughs> it's it's still a, I mean it's a great start honestly. The, if full, it, if Hall didn't come RB. back to me, I would have probably gone with one of these top end wide receivers and just filled went out with, that. Went with Waddle or, or Metcalf. Yeah, uh, you know I'm looking at Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton too. Okay, uh, so Josh Jacobs went next, and then Deontay Johnson. Uh, so and that's a good lesson for people too, is that like, you don't have to just commit to a strategy, like take the players you like, take the people you think will score the most. Yeah, I think Brees Hall is still going to finish as a, as probably a RB one at the end of the season. So, so now it's back on the clock to me. Uh, we got Travis Etienne, We got Jalen Waddle. Another quarterback is up there, Lamar Jackson, but I'm going to wait. There's quarterbacks in the later round, seventh, eighth, ninth round that I really like. So that's probably where I'm going to target uh, a quarterback. For me, it's kind of interesting. I like Travis Etienne in this situation because it is a full PPR league. He is a, a pass catching back. Uh, but the the James Robinson news is a little interesting. They were talking about him getting you know, full uh, workload again when he comes back. So I don't know what that means for Etienne necessarily. Uh, Jalen Waddell, same thing for me as far as fading. Uh, Antonio Gibson and Cortland Sutton. Um, but I am going to go with uh, Travis Etienne here and just solidify my three running backs. I'm good there. And then I'll go a uh, wide receiver later on. Uh, DK Metcalf goes off the board next and Jordan is back on the clock now at four eleven. Yeah, this, this Waddle being banged up news sucks because at this spot, <laughs> I would love to take Jalen Waddle, but it's hard to. When you know he's banged up and Tyree Kill is went off the, he went off the practice is. field today. He stretched with the team, ended up going off the uh, practice field today. So not really sure 100 percent what's going on. But well, and there's a couple other names that I like here uh, with Cortland Sutton and Mike Williams. And, you know, what should be pretty high powered offense is Jerry Judy's here as well. But I like Sutton more at this point. Um, let's see. Also, Dalton Schultz is here at tight end. At quarterback, we got Lamar Jackson is really interesting. And yeah. Joe Burrow. I almost um, took Lamar Jackson with my pick. It's not a bad 
pick in the fourth round. I mean, none of these quarterbacks are bad. I think Josh Allen's too early for me. I, I wouldn't take him in the second. Maybe if he would have fallen to me in the third, I would have considered it. But I just I can't. There's just too good a value in the second and third round. For yeah, me. I'm, I feel the same way. That's I can't pivot off of those options to go to the QB in that yeah. second and third round. Yep, agreed. Waddle's injury is undisclosed, it looks like. So I'm going to go ahead and take Mike Williams here and Smart move. see what comes back around. There goes Waddle, there goes Judy, and I can grab Cortland Sutton here. I that's, don't like you. I know, but that's <laughs> just great. Great way to start my draft with Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, A.J. Brown, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton. And I that really don't like Team 3 here. Really team 3 yeah. got Dalton Schultz on me, so that really throws me off here. Those um, mid-round tight ends. I'm I'm out. Yeah, they, they fly off the board, but I really like Dalton Schultz this year. I really do. I think Dalton Schultz could finish as a tight end three this year. Um it wouldn't shock me to see it happen. Um okay, well now I'm now I'm a little I'm a little torn here. Um none Mike Williams or Cortland Sutton didn't make it back to me. You took both of them, and I was hoping one of them would make it back to me. So uh Antonio Gibson's on the board. I am way off Antonio Gibson. I wouldn't touch him anywhere near this ADP. He's been falling, and I think he will continue to fall. Um, we got Elijah Mitchell. We got J.K. Dobbins, Lamar Jackson. Um, man, I know I said I was going to fade quarterback, but now at this point, as far as value goes, I, I don't want to go with another uh, running back here. I don't really like Amari Cooper. I'm going to take a risk here, though, and I'm going to I'm going to take um, Allen Robinson. Uh, at the 5.4. I, I like Allen Robinson this year. I think he might have a bounce back year and I'm going to take the risk, the the upside there that I think he could have. Well, this was just beautiful. JK Dobbins goes next. Antonio Gibson somehow goes in the fifth round. I wouldn't take him there in a million years. And Lamar Jackson comes right back to your boy. So going to go ahead and smash that. So with only having one RB, what, why would you fade? Just curious. Why would you fade Elijah Mitchell there? Because I'm actually not. I'm not high on Mitchell at all. I don't think he's going to be a pass catcher. This is a PPR league. Um, I worry about his rushing opportunities in general. With Trey Lance at QB, he's going to be rushing a lot. Um, I've been fading Mitchell like crazy. I don't pick him up anywhere. San Francisco is such a you know three headed monster all the time. I don't know that he's going to be as useful as he was last year, but he could be. Yeah, I could I've seen him, I mean, I've seen him talking about him, you know, even the coach talking about he's going to be back. He's going to be the RB one. You know, he's going to be ready for week one. So it's kind of interesting. I mean, I could see some dump off passes to him a little bit right. more maybe this year with with Trey Lance. It's but I also think Trey Lance's rushing upside kind of limits that a little bit. So right. Elijah Mitchell ended up going uh, five, next five point eight. And then uh, Mari Cooper. Bless you. And uh, Brandon Cooks, Joe Burrow, Michael Thomas. That's an interesting one for me, Michael Thomas at 512. I know he's battling that little hamstring injury again, but man, if he ends up being, you know, remotely Michael Thomas of old, that could be a, a league winning pick at 512, honestly. Uh, Kyler I Murray. I don't think the Michael Thomas of old exists unless I, you mean the banged up Michael Thomas. Yeah, well, right now he's the banged <laughs> up Michael Thomas of old. Kyler Murray goes, uh, Hollywood Brown, Adam Thielen. CEH and then Jalen Hurts at 6.5. I love the Jalen Hurts pick in the sixth round. Uh, if he was ever there to me in the sixth round, I would easily pick him up. 
um, and in the sixth round. It goes back to me, and I get to pick my favorite sixth round running back, AJ Dillon. So that worked out really well for me. I was hoping that was how it was going to come back. There is can... no way he's going in the sixth round anywhere. Nope. But he is my favorite sixth round RB. Fifth. Yeah, if you if you can manage to get him in the sixth round, do it. Like, just do it. Your boy uh, just did it. TJ Hawkinson worry, goes next. Uh, then Juju Smith-Schuster. And I am back on the clock. Uh, I really like Chris Godwin here, but I already have Mike Evans. So I, I won't be going Chris Godwin. We got Almon Ross St. Brown, Miles Sanders. I am 100% fading Miles Sanders. I'm not sure what's going on with that running back room. There's been rumors of them trying to trade for Kareem Hunt. It's kind of an interesting one to me. We got Darnell Mooney. Yes, Darnell Mooney has been great, but the offense has not been great. It's the, atrocious. The, the passing game is horrible there. Um, With no sign of going anywhere up. Yeah. We got Russell Wilson, Dallas Goddard, and... So I'm right here between um, two wide receivers, uh, Amon Ross St. Brown or Rashad Bateman, um, and or I decide to go quarterback here. I, I'm looking pretty good at the running back position. Uh, two, you know, wide res- pretty good wide receivers. Um, I think I'm going to still pass on the quarterback position. There's still some on the board that I like, and I am going to take. Amon Ross St. Brown uh, at the 6.9. I like that pick. Russell Wilson ends up going next at the 6.10, and Jordan is back on the clock. Yeah, so, I mean, Godwin's sitting here, and that's really nice value on a guy that I think is still an elite wide receiver. He's coming off an injury, so he could have a slow start. Um, Darnell Mooney, Rashad Bateman. Do you care as much about it? Like, if you were to take... Chris Godwin, do you care as much about having your fourth wide receiver off the board, the same team as Leonard Fournette? You know, no. same team as your RB. No, cool. it was just wanted to clear yeah, that up going for back to back rounds where I'd take Fournette and mm-hmm. Evans is a little much. Having having my fourth wide receiver be there, no, that's totally fine. Right. Um, and honestly, I mean, I can I can play the ADP game because there's some other guys I like here. I'm not gonna take a quarterback here pretty much punting on tight end as well so i'm gonna take godwin and drake london miles sanders go at the turn and now i can take the guy that i really wanted gabe davis and i am looking pretty stacked at the wide receiver and lucky lucky day for brandon i know exactly who he's taking it is a lucky day but i i was actually thinking you were gonna go rashad bateman and i was gonna go gabe davis I looked at the ADP. I thought for sure he would make it back to me, but that is three rounds in a row. Oh, three out of the last four rounds that you have stolen the player that I want. So let's try this again here. And I am going to go with the wide receiver position. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins is there and it is kind of interesting. I could stash him on my team because I have three startable wide receivers already and possibly use them toward the end of the season. Again, I'm not really 100% sure what he's going to come back to. That offense could look a little bit different with Zach Ertz, Hollywood Brown. It, you know, I still think DeAndre Hopkins is an incredible player, so I think he's still going to be ready there. But I am going to go with Rashad Bateman uh, at the 7.4. I knew it. You were just playing with me. Yeah, I wasn't actually going to let him now, get back to you. It's That's a 
tough decision between Gabe Davis and Rashad Bateman because you're looking at like the the locked in number one in one of the lowest passing volume offenses in the league versus probably the locked in number two at this point in one of the highest passing volume offenses in Buffalo there with Gabe Davis. So that, you know, it's a tough decision. A lot of people would err on the side of try and take the guy who's going to be the number one target. Uh, but man, I don't know. I think Gabe Davis is about to score a lot of touchdowns. From you Josh were also Allen. taking Gabe Davis as your wide receiver five there. Yes. So that plays a big difference. If, if, Rashad Bateman or Gabe Davis, if that's going to be your wide receiver two or your wide, even your wide receiver three, I think you're a little bit safer going with the Rashad Bateman side. But as far as yeah, I could see that the ceiling goes, I think you Gabe Davis, you just never know what that passing offense. I and mean, Josh Allen could easily throw forty touchdowns. So keep yeah. that all day. So DeAndre Hopkins and Ken Walker, the third, went off the board next. And then I'm up looking at, like, I mean, I already have a tight end, so Dallas Goddard I don't need. We got Damian Harris, uh, Kareem Hunt. Mm, I'm really not interested in Cordero Patterson or Tony Pollard. Hunter Renfro and Devonta Smith are the top two wide receivers on the board, and Elijah Moore. And I'm really teetering between Kareem Hunt, Elijah Moore, and Devonta Smith. So... Where do you what do you guys think of those three players? We've taken up quite a bit of time. It's going to auto draft for me, and I'm going to go ahead and pick my guy. But you guys tell me what you think too. Okay, uh, I I like uh, with with the the where you're at with Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. Um, I think there's some wide receivers that you could get later on. Um, I like the running back that you actually ended up choosing. So I will you know I will say that, uh, and it actually seems to have worked out for you um yeah i think so who landed back here so he went kareem hunt and then in this ppr league that sounds pretty nice to me especially with the banged up offensive line the center going down for the browns and uh jacoby Brissett's going to be running for his life for the first 11 weeks so kareem hunt could get a lot of usage um dallas goddard went tom brady uh damian harris tony pollard patterson uh, Tyler Lockett, Devonta Smith ended up going. Zach Ertz, Brandon Ayuk, Brandon Ayuk, I really like at the eight four. Yeah, I like Same. Brandon Ayuk in the eighth round too. Great pick. Uh, Hunter Renfro, that one's an interesting one to me, but I'll I'll let you get onto your next pick at the eight. I don't six. mind Hunter Renfro in the eighth round in a PPR league. He's gonna get targets. It's it might you know he's obviously competing with probably the best wide receiver in the league, but it's not you know. They play a different role, so we could be we could end up surprised with the passing volume in Vegas. Um, you know, um, it hasn't exactly been low, so so I ended up taking Elijah Moore there because he came back to me, and that's who I wanted. I like some of these other wide receivers that are further down the board too, but I'm just hoping that another one of them comes back to me. It's like, you know, Elijah Moore at eight six is it's incredible awesome. value. Kill! I hated this draft spot. This is the first time I've ever had a draft I liked. Yeah, whatever. At this spot. I'm not kidding. All right. Um, okay, so Devin Singletary goes next. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. So now we're on to me. We got uh, Dak Prescott, Dawson Knox, Rashad Penny, Chase Edmonds, and Traylon Burks. So I really like the Dak Prescott pick here uh, in the eighth round. It's not one that, that really bothers me. There is still some quarterbacks available that I that I like and that I can use. Um, so I'm t- I'm in between here, 
Dawson Knox, Rashad Penny, and Chase Edmonds. Um, I, I would already have Chase Edmonds, but that's my. I, I just keep doing that in drafts. I, I agree. I but the thing is, I have three really good running backs as it is. Like I, I have Derrick Henry, Javante Williams, and Travis Etienne already. I don't have a tight end, and I don't think a tight end. A tight end could make it back to me if if it wasn't auto drafting. I'm just not sure right. with the auto drafts. Yeah, um, Dawson Knox would look and, pretty fine on. And your team. I do like Dawson Knox, uh, but you are correct. I do like Chase Edmonds here, and I'm going to take the risk and hope that a tight end makes it back to me. Um, so I, I'm I'm playing on the fact that I think you know Jordan already has Gabe Davis and and on his team. So I'm going to take the risk here. I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds. I think it's a good call. I think Jordan would have taken Chase Edmonds and Rashad Penny went next. I absolutely would have taken Chase Edmonds. <laughs> I got that one. I finally got one. Finally got one from him. <laughs> <laughs> Payback. Rashad Penny goes up next, and uh, that puts Jordan on the clock now at the 8-11. Gosh, there's still a lot of guys I like here. There's still several quarterbacks I like. I I'm surprised Trey Lance is still on the board. Yeah. Trey Lance is still he's still going in the ninth right around the ninth round. It wouldn't be a bad pick for him now at the eight eleven. It'll um, probably come back to him at the nine two though. Yeah. It probably will. will, especially with Josh Allen already going uh to team one. Oh yeah. So uh yeah, and I would've I would have loved Chase Edmonds here. Didn't fall that way. Um there's some other running backs here that are okay, but think that at this spot man there's two wide receivers here that are really calling my name and either alan lazard or christian kirk um it's a full ppr and i think he's gonna get absolutely peppered so i'm gonna go christian kirk here as my sixth wide receiver jeez and uh we'll see how it falls ramondre or Traylon burks and then ramondre stevenson go at the turn so it fell pretty much how you wanted it to um, this is fine. You know what? I'm going to take Damian Pierce. I here. knew you were going to take Damian Pierce there. We were talking about Damian Pierce before we talked about him in the news. He has been rising. I thought he would maybe, I, I, I probably would have passed on him here, but if I wouldn't have gone chase Edmonds, I probably would have went with him right here at the 9.4. Yep. Um, so now, uh, like I said, the tight end position did fall back to me. I, I've, I'm actually more torn here than I than I thought I was going to be because three players that I was interested in actually came back to me. Um, I I like uh, Dawson Knox here for my first tight end. I don't know how many other tight ends there really are that I I want, but there is some that I would be okay with taking later on. And then we have Chris Olave here. And, and Trey Lance. Um, I don't think Trey Lance or Olave will even come close to making it back to me. Um, so I'm, I, I am torn. If you guys, would you guys go Olave or would you go Lance here? I think Olave has a chance to break a thousand yards this year. And Lance does have a chance to make it back to you though, because he's still got Dak Prescott and Matt Stafford on the board who are higher in ADP. And everybody has a QB now. Except for me and you. But Olave and Dawson Knox are not going to make it back to me. Tenth round is when Sleepers starts auto-drafting second QBs, though. Okay. I'm going to take a risk here. I am going to go with Chris Olave here. Um, I think he has a chance to get 1,000 yards, especially because we don't know what's going on with Michael Thomas. 
Uh, Jarvis Landry is a little bit on the older side, and I, I'm just going to go with the risk here and see what quarterback ends up making it back to me in the 10th round. So do it, Chris Olave was my pick. Dawson Knox ended up going next. So did Dak followed Prescott. by Dak Prescott. <laughs> so here goes the quarterbacks on me. Hey, that but, works out for me, who already has a tight end and a QB. So I'm on the clock now. I got Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Lamar Jackson, A.J. Dillon, Kareem Hunt, and Elijah Moore. I'm loving this team. Don't mess it up. Hmm. I'm really bouncing between a couple guys. So at the top of the board is going to be like James Cook, Melvin Gordon, Robert Woods, and Garrett Wilson. I already have Elijah Moore, so I'm not taking Garrett Wilson. I'm not into Chase Claypool this year. Kadarius Tony is someone that I am interested in, Ooh, but I think he could one. maybe come back to I, me. I don't think he'll make it back to you. Other guys here are James Robinson and Melvin Gordon. Those are the two names that I'm looking at. So I think I'm going to go ahead and snatch up Robert Woods, though. I think he's going to perfect in this team. Robert Woods at, in the ninth round is such a steal. I mean, he's... Right now, he is the wide receiver one in Tennessee, oh. and oh. it, can, it can be really interesting. <laughs> From the noise we made, you can tell Kadarius Tony went right before it came back to okay, me. Okay, and even more painful. Here we go. So Melvin Gordon goes. <laughs> then the second QB goes for Team 9, so they get Trey Lance on me. Uh, James <laughs> Cook, Stafford, the Muth. Um, Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool, Wilson, Madison, Sky Moore, and Kadarius Tony oh. goes one before his pick. Let it me hurts. just say, don't do this. Like, do not think that, like, oh, you're gaining some advantage by, like, getting extra quarterbacks in a 1QB league. Yeah, that doesn't exist. You are not. Like, you are wasting a pick on a second quarterback. Especially don't do with it. these players available in the ninth round. If you want to take, if you take a young quarterback, if you're if you're nervous about Trey Lance and you absolutely want to take a second quarterback, do it with your very last pick. Yeah, but I don't, I don't advise taking a second quarterback. I don't think there's a reason to, especially not in the mid rounds, guys. Not, Come on, not don't go seventh round and then ninth round. You're missing out on way too good a value there. Yeah, yeah. if you are nervous about Trey Lance, who you take as your QB one, take Matt Ryan with your last pick in a one QB league, and then yeah. you can start Matt Ryan week one. Because he's going to throw the ball a ton and see how it goes for so, Trey Lance. So I ended up taking James Robinson. Uh, he's like the last running back that I liked in this range at all. Um, and I still don't really like him a ton, to be honest. I'm not sure how this is going to work out. But Travis Etienne is going to get a chance this season to to show why they drafted him in the first round. So, so this is going to get interesting now because Sleeper ADP rankings has... Uh, kickers and defense ranked in here i oh yeah i forget they do that for like the 11th and 12th round just yeah i messed up and forgot to remove them so we're just gonna you still can yeah we're gonna remove kicker and defense real quick oh i guess so after i took james robinson cole Komet, and mike gasicki were the next two off the board so uh anybody fading tight ends is left with really the doldrums here uh albert O and hunter henry are like the last two guys who might score a touchdown week one uh, you know, I'm like Irv Smith is supposed to be coming back. Uh, Tyler Higby, like Robert Tunyon. There's some yeah, guys. I mean, Gerald down Everett's here. on here too, and we we talked earlier about Josh Palmer, and that makes me more nervous for Gerald Everett so than anybody. It's on me. I got I got 30 seconds here. I'm gonna I'm gonna take another another flyer here on a on a rookie wide receiver. 
um, that uh, could turn out to be something interesting. Um, I'm going to pass up on the the QBs one more time and snag one next round, uh, and I'm going to go with George Pickens. Yeah, I saw that coming. Yes. And Derek Carr goes with the next pick. Uh, I'm still, like, my wide receivers are set. I've got three running backs here. I don't have a quarterback or a tight end yet. I've kind of punted both positions. And because I've punted them, that's fine. I'm going to continue to punt them. I I see a starting running back, allegedly, sitting here on the board in Michael Carter. I'm going to take him with my 10th <laughs> round pick and just see what happens there. Yeah, you never know. You never know. So uh, Tyler Boyd goes and then. Reese Hall a bust? What? Yeah, Albert O. You no, want to know. just kidding. It's is, not uh, happening. The second tight end taken by Team 1 to crush mine and Jordan's dreams of getting a decent tight end don't do that either you don't need two tight ends in a one tight end league yeah especially if like here's the thing if you're going to take two tight ends take them with their very last two picks and have them be two guys that you can switch between i guess but you know i'd much rather have one top guy and never never roster another tight end yeah so jordan is back on the clock now still needs okay it's good value and i'm worried he's gonna get auto drafted so i'm gonna take kirk cousins here he wouldn't finally got, takes a QB. He wouldn't have got auto drafted because he would have got drafted by me. Ah, um, oh, okay. Well, that's fine then too. So he, I, I've lost track of how many times he's stolen the player that I want to come back. All of the time. The, the computer just stole the next player that I wanted to come uh, back to me, which so, is Mark Resbelt is scantling. Okay. So now we've got uh, Russell Gage here, Julio Jones. Julio Jones is an interesting one to me. I know last year was, yes. was brutal for him. But if Julio Jones bounces back, even 70% of Julio Jones in that offense, I mean, he could get touchdowns. He could get targets. We have no idea what uh, Godwin's going to look like to start the year. Um, That one's really interesting to me. Uh, Naheem Hines is kind of interesting to me in a full PPR league in the 11th round as well. Same. He's going to get worked in there. Definitely. I am not really sure there's not going to be many quarterbacks that come back to me because they're going to end up uh getting auto drafted here uh so i'm i don't even know if i should go <laughs> like to or fields or trevor lawrence trevor lawrence is is really interesting to me this year he really is uh i don't trust fields at all um unless he's you get points for throwing it to the field He's going to run. That's the only thing about fields. He is, but I, I, I just watching that offense, though, I just don't know that he's going to throw enough touchdowns to even be somewhat relevant. Tua's really interesting to me because he could run. He could throw a lot of touchdowns with having Tyree Kill and all those guys here. Um, so I am going to go with Tua. Oh, uh, he believes in Tua. He's a Tua believer. Everybody go after him on Twitter. If I... If I Hunted it one more time. I would go with Jameis, but I don't even know if Jameis will make it back. That, honestly, that was the last name I would have so even brought up. I'm just gonna go Tua because it's gonna auto draft for me in yep. a second. Uh, Jarvis Landry, Russell Gage goes, and Josh is on the clock next. I am on the clock. I'm taking a look at my team, and I'm really evenly spread out. I can do whatever the heck I want to right here. So Julio Jones is still there, and that is pretty interesting to me. Naheem Hines, like we said, I'm pretty interested in. Daryl Henderson, I have a little bit of uh, inkling that he'll get some 
valuable work. But I want to swing for the fences in these rounds. And I think I'm going to go ahead and try try my hand at uh, Christian Watson and see what happens there in Green Bay. You never know. Not going to go with Dobbs? <laughs> Listen, if I was going to go with Dobbs, I would have to declare my love for him like everybody else has, I think. And, and I just don't believe the hype like everybody else does. <laughs> we are actually, we've discussed this. We're, we're going to, I don't know when we're going to come out with it, if it's going to be this season or if it's something we're going to work on right before the preseason starts next year. But we're going to come up with a hype index. And we decided that it's going to be on a scale of one to Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, it's the how Romeo hype, Dobbs hype index. How, how hype is uh, the player going to be? Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's an interesting Yeah, we'll, we'll try to line that up and show you how it actually pans out and how most of these players fall on their face. But Thanks, Ritter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Julio Jones went next, <sighs> and then Hunter, Ren- or Hunter Hen- Henry. God, I can't even say his name. Uh, Tyler Higby, Naheem Hines, that's a heartbreaker. Isaiah Spiller, Daryl Henderson goes off the board. Michael Gallup, Rondale Moore, Rashad White, Irv Smith, and I'm back on the board. And there goes all my tight ends. Now, this is another spot where it's like Jahan Dotson staring me right in the face. I just took a, a rookie wide receiver, and I kind of want to do it again. But then I also am really interested in uh, Kenneth Gainwell here. I don't know where you guys sit there, but he I just have like... no idea what's going on with that RB backfield. I, I so. like him with how late he is. I mean, why the hell yeah, not? I really like the way that in the 12th round, it's you're like you said, you're taking that risk. Yeah, ah, he seems like the red ah. zone guy for them. I don't know if that's maybe just my, my interpretation you, of it. I, he's going to go. Okay. The next I think you just pick. heard it. The same thing I did. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so next off the board was Brian Robinson. Uh, he's going. He's going to go earlier than the twelfth too. Yeah. Like take him in the tenth in your home league. I know. If he makes I know it everybody's there. rising on Brian Williams and thinks that uh, Antonio His Gibson. Brian Robinson. That, sorry, that's what I'm, <laughs> Brian Robinson. <laughs> sorry, I'm like looking at this draft board. So I know everybody's ri- ri- rising on him, but I just don't know that he has stolen that job. And what is what is that job in a bad offense? You don't where you're three headed back. No, I don't believe in anything going on in Washington. Good call. Um, so Justin Fields goes off the board next. That comes back to me. There isn't really a tight end here that I'm willing to go with. Um, (laughs) this is how you punt a position. This is really how you punt the tight end (laughs) position, everybody. Uh, but honestly in, in a, in a regular draft, there's likely not to be this many two tight ends taken. So please don't spite draft either. I might have a chance at uh, getting a tight end sooner than this, but so right here, I'm looking at a couple of different people. Uh, Devontae Parker is really interested, interesting to me in the 12th round. Could be the wide receiver one uh, for New England. Don't really know what the wide receiver looks like there. Uh, Jahan Dotson. Taking a risk on Jamison Williams if you're in a keeper league isn't a bad idea too because you don't know what he's going to be at the end of the season and you possibly could be able to keep him in the 12th round. Yeah. Um, that one's kind of interesting. And then – the player that I'm actually going to go with, because we talked about this earlier with the Michael Gallup and, and all that stuff, but I'm going to take the flyer on uh, Jalen Tolbert that he's going to end up being something decent with all those targets there. So I'm going to go uh, Jalen Tolbert. Nice. Three rookie running or wide receivers though. Uh, oh yeah. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't either. I actually don't, but it's okay. I, I one or two. Absolutely. I I'm shooting for the fences here, guys shooting for the fences here. Uh, okay. Ronald Jones goes off the board next and Jordan is back on the clock in the 12th round. 
yeah, uh, no swing for upside in these late rounds. It doesn't really matter. Um, most of these guys are not going to hit. They're not going to be much at all. Uh, I still need a tight end, but I don't want Joku. <laughs> I don't want Fant, Gerald Everett. I like Bob Tunyon. If I could take him in the last round, he'd be the guy I'd want. Uh, if Brandon takes him, I don't care. <laughs> this um, is, we really punted the tight end position. So, so yeah, so, so the guys I like here, I like Devontae Parker here. I like Jahan Dotson here. He's being completely ignored by everybody, which is insane. Like, people are drafting George Pickens, a second-round wide receiver, because he's getting a bunch of camp hype over Jahan Dotson, who was like the 15th overall pick in the NFL draft. So I'm smashing Jahan Dotson here. That's insane. And we'll everyone everyone talks about like Carson around. Wentz as uh, the the quarterback there, blah, blah, blah. But then everyone's ignoring the fact that you could have either a rookie quarterback in Kenny Pickett or Mitch Trubisky throwing to Pickens, who also has to worry about uh, Chase Claypool and uh, Deontay Johnson. So, right. you know, it's, it goes both ways. Jahan Dotson in the 12th round is amazing. Honestly, if he would have came back to me in the 13th, I probably would have taken him there. Um, and just, you know, gone full Wookiee. Wookie. Full Wookiee. Wookie. Never go full Wookiee. <laughs> Never go full Wookiee, guys. You can't go full Wookiee. Yeah, if you go if you go four straight uh, rookie wide receivers, we're just going to call that going full Wookiee. Four Wookiee wide receivers. Then it goes Tyler Algier, Devontae Parker. Uh, I'm back on the clock, and uh, we are <laughs> running pretty long on the episode too. <laughs> so let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a camp hype guy here. I'm gonna take Isaiah gonna Pacheco. Go the Isaiah Pacheco, that's my boy. I have him in a dynasty league. I'm just I'm praying that he just comes out and gets like ten touches week one, and I can sell him for like way too much. Okay. It would be great. Well. <laughs> Now, what do we do here? Well, Jacoby Myers went next, and uh, I don't know. Brandon's on the clock going He's staring at Jameson Williams <laughs> with a big smile on his yeah, face. Staring at Jameson Williams to go, uh, yeah, just to complete the Wookiee here. So. Hey, Romeo Dobbs is still there, too. Hey. Uh, yeah, I could go Romeo Dobbs, but I actually am going to take a tight end here. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Noah Fant. Uh Noah Fant has the talent. He just doesn't have the quarterback now. Yeah. Um, you know, it would be it'll be interesting to see what he can do, but I don't mind taking him in the 13th round just to see. I could always drop him later if it's nothing and pick up one of these other tight ends that I'm not going to draft right here because they're still going to be available. So I'm just going to take the risk here and go with Noah Fant. Next was uh, when finally James Williams went off the board. Uh, J.D. McKissick, which is a fine pick in the last couple rounds of a PPR league, um, just in case you have some bad running back injuries, you know, he's probably going to catch some passes. Um, I'm on the clock again. I, you know, I could use another wide receiver. I could use another rookie wide receiver. I'm going to pass over Romeo Dubs, Dobbs and take Alec Pierce, who I believe in in this these late rounds. I think... Uh, for some some upside, that's a good pick there. That's a great pick. Alec Pierce is getting some camp hype, and he's uh was drafted in the second round uh, to Indianapolis, where there's like really not a ton of target competition, unless you believe in Paris Campbell. 
yeah don't crickets don't believe in paris camp <laughs> at all uh alec oh you took alec pierce and then, alec uh pierce. trevor lawrence marlon mack kenny galladay Khalil herbert deshaun watson i want to talk about this one really quick because you want to talk about deshaun watson i do i, I do because he's been okay i get there's an 11 game suspension but in a situation for me where i have tua as my QB one with your very last pick taking Deshaun Watson. If you have, if you've punted that far, taking Justin Fields, something like that, or in a, a deeper league, 14 to 16 team league, getting Deshaun Watson with like one of your last picks, he could be very fantasy relevant come playoff time. So it's not, it's not something to completely ignore. I, I get it's 11 games. He probably will go undrafted in most leagues, but it's something to kind of look at too. If you, really punt the position but if you have a high starting caliber quarterback don't waste the pick yeah but, and, and in your in your home league your 10 or 12 man league like you probably that starts one quarterback you probably don't need to draft him it, he'll probably be on the waiver wire and you can pick him up week eight or something yeah unless somebody i mean people in home leagues get wild hairs too he could just go in the eighth round for no reason yeah. you don't even know so tila so we got back don't so, be that guy don't do it yeah uh, with your last pick, uh, I took Zamir White. Zamir White, I like that. I like that pick. If something happened to Josh Jacobs or anything at all, Zamir White could jump right into an offense that is going to have to score a lot of points. Yep. They play the AFC West and the NFC West this year. Going to have to score points this year. You want AFC West? Yeah. Players yep. on your team. Players I mean, you in the AFC do. West and NFC West. I try to yes. get High somebody on my squad in every one of these mocks and in every real draft from the AFC West that it has a chance to really produce. Yep. So Sammy Watkins goes next. He'll be relevant for week one. Um, <laughs> Great last round pick. <laughs> uh, uh, Hardman goes next. And then now I'm on the clock very um, last pick. with my very, very last pick. And um i am torn here i had somebody in mind and i actually forgot so i am gonna go with uh another wookie and i'm gonna go with nico collins he's not a wookie i know oh i just had to say it again oh god (laughs) i'm torn on had to it's just stuck now (laughs) uh moster goes next which that's an interesting pick too if Chase That's Edmonds, a nice pick in the last round. If honestly. something happened with Chase Edmonds, or even if Boster got a chance, he's so fast. Yeah, he, he could be a really interesting pick there, especially especially in a PPR league. So with the last pick for Jordan, I'm going to take the tight end Robert Tunyon here just to to finish out my team and have have a tight end to start. Uh, if you're drafting this weekend and waiver wire opens for your league, like, and you can avoid taking maybe a kicker or a defense or something and take an extra shot on, uh, do it on a running back. Like, just take an extra running back who, if something happens as a starter, he could end up in a role on week three of the preseason where out of nowhere, boom, that guy's now the starter. Just, just take that shot. Uh, if nothing happens and he's not going to be the starter, you drop him, you pick up your kicker for the start of the season, or you pick up your defense for the start of the season, whatever you choose. And, but otherwise, you know, draft a full squad and get ready because fantasy football is almost here. All right, let's do a little quick recap of the teams here. I've got, I picked at the four spot again. I got Derrick Henry, Javante Williams, Mike Evans, Travis Etienne, Allen Robinson, 
Amon Ross St. Brown, Rashad Bateman, Chase Edmonds, Alave, George Pickens, Tua, Jalen Tolbert, Noah Fant at tight end, and Nico Collins with the last pick of my draft. And I picked at the seven spot. I came out with Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, Kyle Pitts, Brees Hall, Lamar Jackson for QB, AJ Dillon, Kareem Hunt, Elijah Moore, Robert Woods, James Robinson, Christian Watson, Kenny Gainwell, Alec Pierce, and Zamir White. And I started out with Christian McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, and then went AJ Brown, Mike Williams, Cortland Sutton, Chris Godwin, Gabe Davis, Christian Kirk, Damian Pierce, Michael Carter, Kirk Cousins, Jahan Dotson, Isaiah Pacheco, and rounded it out with Robert Tunyon from the two spot. Wow, really nice. That was a great draft. I think everybody's team ended up pretty solid there. Uh, it was it's kind of an interesting one in the the you know, drafting from all over different positions. I definitely went way younger than I expected, but I, I You guys I, held out on QB and tight end till way till after longer. the tenth round. I yeah. generally don't hold out on both. Yeah. Like usually I'm gonna take a, a quarterback or a tight end somewhat early, like maybe by around round six. Well, if it's a tight end, it's gonna be by round four. And if it's a quarterback, maybe I take them at round six or round seven, something like that. I like that round round six area for QBs. You can get some yeah. good value oh, there. Oh, there's some great value there. Jaylen and it Hurts, seems to be Kyle kind Murray. of when wide receiver falls off just a little bit. Like a bunch of good wide receivers go right before like maybe even early on in the sixth round and then the back end of the sixth round, those guys are gone and maybe it's time to take a Kyler Murray or somebody like that. Jalen Hurts. Uh, Dip your toes in the little Kyler Murray. Yeah, I mean, it's not <laughs> bad in there. The water's nice and warm. Like uh, in this draft, he went 6-1. In our home leagues, like quarterbacks get faded. He's going to be there in the late sixth, early seventh for somebody to take and that's a nice value. Definitely. Yep. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Episode 5 and the mock draft that we did today. Uh, you guys can find us on our main Twitter page, Best Coast FF, and you can find me, Brandon, at BCFF underscore Brandon. You can find me, Josh, at BCFF underscore Josh. And you can find Jordan at BCFF underscore Jordan. Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, if you guys, uh, we really appreciate it if you guys could... You know, hit the, the follow button there. Turn on those notifications. Let us know. Uh, hit us up on Twitter. Let us know some trades that are going on. There's been some crazy trades uh, I've seen recently. Some people have sent in. We're probably going to do some some uh, episodes on some trades that have happened in some different leagues. I've seen some really crazy ones, and I've seen some that are pretty fair. These Dynasty and, and League trades are insane. Yeah, they've been a lot of fun. I've had some fun with some Dynasty trades recently. So we'll uh, we'll have an episode on that. Uh, on on trades and trade targets and stuff as well and we'll and try and do another mock before uh before memorial day definitely definitely labor, labor day, week, labor we'll day. Have, we'll, we'll have another one. whichever holiday yeah, it one is. of those holidays right before we start so we'll have another mock next week uh tune in and uh make sure you hit that like and follow button we really appreciate it everybody thank you guys so much